Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. everybody good evening whatever time it is where you're listening right now it's that time again two weeks has come around super fast as it is always i don't know whether it's just because i'm getting older or what but when i decided to switch to a two-week format i thought that's going to give me loads of time to get everything planned and prepped between each episode but nope it's come around again really, really fast, but no, joking aside, I've got some cool things going on today. Um, later on, we're going to be joined uh, by Mr. Mike Fury, who's going to be discussing his book, Life of Action, um, the follow-up that is due due out soon, um, and his work within the martial arts in general, so um, that's going to be a good listen, so uh, uh, stay around for that one, guys, um, but before that... As always, we have some uh, some little little bits of news, things that I found across the internet over uh, the last. Uh, well, I'm going to say the last few days, really. If I'm completely honest, uh, I'd love to say that I've uh, been sat compiling this for the last two weeks, but really, I haven't. Um, I've been been well. You know how it is. It's just busy, just purely busy. Uh, we've had a lot of um, assessments going, gradings going in my school this last uh, last couple of weeks, and it's uh, it's a lot a lot of people to get through. Obviously, we wanting to check that everybody's where they should be so that's where my that's where my focus has been so the few little bits that i've come across some some interesting ones some very different ones as well um the first one i'm going to uh, mention is uh the world of martial arts magazine now i had absolutely no idea that this one was was coming about until i saw um i saw the the, the article on facebook itself now uh, Woma.tv, uh, World of Martial Arts TV, have been around for, for a long time. And I think uh, it's fair to say that if you're a martial artist instructor, anybody involved in, in martial arts in general, then you, you, you'll have probably uh, liked, shared, or at least watched one of their videos on social media at some point. Um, always good quality stuff. Um, they've been around for a while now. Um, even back when I, when I was uh, doing a few little bits of sort of martial arts based, based media with a little production company I had years ago. Um, these guys have been around since before then. So it, they're always top quality stuff. And now obviously it looks as though they've turned their attention to, to a magazine. Um, now what, what caught my, eye, uh, straight away was on the, the front page. There's a picture of Jackie Chan from, I think it's from project a, by the looks of it, project a one or two. Um, there's obviously this text over there, there as well. So it's, it's, yeah, I think it's Project A to be fair. Um, but uh, some of the other things when you when you look when you read down the list uh, featuring the first thing it says is female ninjas. Um, so <laughs> immediately, like the first thing featuring female ninjas. I mean, yeah, it gets your attention straight away. But some of the other things they mentioned in this on uh, being in this issue, uh, the roots of the USC, uh, self defense, uh, unbalanced uh, unbalanced judo, uh, Zing Yi Kwan reveal, Tai Chi roots, a survival guide. Um, there is, I'm presuming it's an interview with uh, Master Samuel Kwok. Uh, there's uh, uh, an, an article on Chris Kent's uh, Jeet Kune Do, um, some things on Aikido. And then at the bottom, uh, the closing little bit of text, it says, Who wins 96-year-old karate black belt versus a 30-year-old pro boxer? Um, so if, if if between all that, that's not caught your interest, I don't know what will. But um, yeah, um, from what I believe, it's an online magazine and a physical print as well um, that you can order. So go check it out. Um, I, again, the, the links will be in the show notes, but you can also go to uh, www.woma.tv. Um, and if you search, they've got a Facebook group as well. So um, you can go on there to check out that one. Uh, the next one we have coming up... Um, 
Again, a good friend of mine, Steve Smith and Mr. Steve Timperley, uh, they're doing a joint seminar on October the 28th in uh, Defendo and UK Military Deployment Restraint Workshop. Um, it's, I say it's on the eight, uh, 28th of October, uh, ages 16 plus, uh, between the times of 12.30 and 4.30 roughly. Obviously with uh, these longer workshops, that's always subject to a little bit of run over time as well. Um, it's 25 quid, which is an which is too cheap. It's an utter bargain um, for for the for the information you're going to come up with on this. I mean, uh, I've trained with Stephen Defendo briefly over a, um, a few weeks years ago uh, with some students of mine, and it bloody hurts. I'll say that much. Um, but as it says on the poster, fast, efficient, and practical, and I would say that's true um, from the little bits that I've trained uh, with them. Um, as well, obviously, Steve, um, he, he's a very much a no nonsense guy, and you always anybody that's done his QAP or KWAP, depending on how you say it, uh, courses will know. Um, no pun intended. Straight to the point. Let's see what I did there. It's a good one, isn't it? But no, joking aside. Um, great guy uh, lots of experience this is definitely one to get on um, it's going to be taking place at the Progressive Martial Arts School which is um, Steve Smith's school uh, up in Catterick so uh, yeah if you go also um, if you're going give us a ring and I'm trying to think 28th of October I'm going to have to check if I can make that one or not because I might have to get there um, but failing that, if you've gone past, maybe uh, drop me a line and we can uh, we can meet up. And if you're interested in being in the podcast, because that's only I think it's about 25, 30 minutes further north than me. So if you're up this way anyway, drop me a line. Um, the next event we have uh, to mention here, oh, it's the same day. Different things though. I don't just notice now. <laughs> Should have really noticed this when I was doing my show notes. But um, yeah, again on Sunday the twenty eighth of October. Uh, the uh, Dragons Clash Kata and Forms Only Competition. This is at Sheffield Dragons, uh, run by uh, Master Terry Johnson. Um, so if you're interested in um, Forms and Kata, um, anybody out there in the UK scene that, that um, is in, involved in, in either Forms or musical Forms, tricking, they'll know all about Sheffield Dragons and the quality um, of their students. Uh, so yeah, if you're, if you're looking, it's um, will without doubt will be a quality event and uh, a fair event and uh, with with good judging um one of the things that i have actually discussed with in length with people over the years is sometimes the judging for forms musical forms can be a little bit um up and down shall we say from from tournament to tournament um but you you guaranteed that a, a, an event hosted by sheffield dragons you're going to get some some quality judging and the opportunity to get some good feedback i would imagine as well you know um no no better place to 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 get involved and and give these to give this a try so it's october 28th they do actually have a facebook group if you go onto facebook and search for the dragons clash kata and forms only competition um I'm not sure when registration for this ends or if it is even started, but um, the the venue is in, uh, as I say, the venue is Sheffield Dragons. Uh, the postcode is S39NR. Um, but if you get in touch with Terry on, on Facebook, I'm sure he can help you out with that one. Um, the next one we have here is the Shikon Tai Chi Midlands Open mm-hmm. Seminar. Um, and I'm just going to read it from the information they've got on there. It says it's at the the Way of the Spiritual Warrior Dojo in Coventry, which is um, a, a great venue, a massive venue, um, which is uh, owned by uh, Mr. Tony Pillage, good friend of the show, and and a lot of people out there. Um, and it's a it's an, it's an opportunity to come along and give the the Shikon Tai Chi system a go, um, and it's there, there's going to be loads of instructors. There. I'm just looking through from coming from all over the place, from Bradford, Sheffield, uh, Chatham, Leicester, Coventry. So 
the really good opportunity to train with a lot of different people here. Um, if you're interested in booking a place, um, if you give uh, Mr. Steve Rowe uh, a message, um, all the funds raised from this are going to Tony's uh, Tony Pillage's cancer uh, fighting funds, which is, um, as I'm sure you can agree, a really worthwhile cause. So uh, get in, get involved with that one. Um, Sunday the 7th of October between 11am and 2pm at a cost of 20 quid, which is a bargain again. Uh, the next one we've got here is um uh, from mr stuart tomlinson um and it's a uh, in in conjunction with the warrior collective which if you've been on facebook i've certainly noticed um getting involved with doing online videos um and courses and stuff obviously uh through matt chapman and who we've, we've had on the show before um stuart actually runs the well i believe he does um correct me if i'm wrong stuart but um the warrior collective is an online um video training portal very high quality as well. Very some really really quality stuff on there. But um, this one is a, uh, a seminar with Paul Semtex Daily, uh, running a kickboxing masterclass on Sunday the thirtieth of September uh, in Manchester. It's twenty five quid uh, per person for adults, so it's age fourteen and above. It mentions on it of any ability level. So really really good uh, good opportunity to to train with a top level martial artist uh, in in Paul Daly. So um, if you're if you're interested, I would say give Stuart a, a, um, a message on Facebook. Um, and as well, they have a, uh, they've got the website, which is the warriorcollective.co.uk. And um, they've got a Facebook group. So I, I would imagine if you, t- if you type in Warrior Collective Paul Semtex Daily Kickboxing Seminar, um, you should get something on there. Okay, so the next one we have is actually a, a, an interesting one. Um, I, I spotted this on... Um, on Facebook a couple of days ago, it's a, a scheme that a, a UK-based martial arts instructor has developed uh, to help you know raise the confidence of our newer starters that we all have in our schools. But um, rather than me go through it, very very coolly, somebody's made made use of our uh, speakpipe function on our website, um, and this is actually a. a a brilliant example of how it can be used um so anybody out there listening to this now that's thinking about submitting a clip this is how good it can be you know and you don't have to go anywhere you can record this one from the comforts of your own wherever you want to be bed bath whatever it is you're doing um bus stop even but no as long as you've got a mobile phone you can record it straight from it um so what i'm going to do is hand over now uh, you can have a quick listen to this and i'll be i'll be back straight after you're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Hi, Tom Nicholson here at ProAction Martial Arts and Fitness. Thank you very much, Chris, for inviting us to submit this soundbite with regards to our new initiative. Um, not a totally brand new idea to the industry. I'm sure lots of your listeners that are school owners, club owners, etc., um, already possibly do this maybe without some the same structure that we're using maybe at a different time of year um no such thing as a new idea um i'm not trying to lay claim to this as being mine um but next week um we or this week for the podcast um we are running in our schools um white belt week so we have 15 locations around northamptonshire bedfordshire buckinghamshire and up at coventry too um we're very 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 close to a thousand students now we hope to hit that by the end of the month and uh like most martial arts schools we are predominantly child focused so we are a family gym or we are family schools but we um predominantly teach children it's just the way the market is so 
all of uh, my staff, my 20 plus instructors for the dura- full duration of next week will be wearing their white belt in the classes. Um, and I think it's inspiring for the children for various reasons. It, we are role models to the children that we teach, and it's important that we um, show that in all that we do at all times, not just when we're in the dojang or dojo, depending on what style you you practice and what you refer to your training hall as. Um, it, it demonstrates, uh, wearing the white belt will demonstrate to all of our students that we are first and foremost always learning. So um, that can hit home, we hope, to these children in, in several ways. And what we're doing um, is standing in the front of the class in our white belts. Um, and we will be talking to the children as well and explaining that, you know, we started the journey in the same place as them. We have obstacles to overcome. Um, we still do. Um, learning is key to life and we, uh, we are still learning. We might be first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, 100th Dan's and whatever, but we are all still learning. We're all in this journey together. We all learn from each other, whether we're in the role of student, assistant, instructor or anywhere else in between. Um, we are all learning. So it's really, really important to get that through to the children. Um, <clears throat> It helps us to put ourselves in their shoes as well, to remember our roots, remember where we came from, to be that sponge hungry for knowledge that's growing all of the time. And and lastly, just to say, I can't see anything negative within this uh, initiative. There's nothing negative to a senior putting their white belt on. I think if anyone has a problem with it, um, it would it would show them something about themselves. In fact, it would help them learn. It would show them that possibly they need to get their ego out of their own way. Um Wearing a white belt is there's nothing shameful in it. I think it's the most fantastic thing you can do. Start start a new challenge. What is different about how we're doing it then? So what we're doing is we're doing it this week. This is the second week for most people, a second full week back at school. Um <clears throat> certainly in England anyway. Um, and lots of children are in an, in an environment now where they have new teachers, they're at a new school, they're in a new class, they have new new surroundings, new people around them. And it can be a really challenging time for these children. So we're, we're linking that to this initiative in the hope that we can inspire these children to, to do their very best to overcome the challenge. You know, their role models have done it, so, so can they, uh, and to build that belief within them. Um, what we've then done is gone a little bit further and we've tried to make this an industry-wide initiative for various reasons. Um, and I started off thinking about that and thinking about England, then thinking about the UK. And then I actually thought, well, actually, there's no reason why this can't go beyond that and spread around the whole world. I have a, a huge goal to positively affect the lives of people predominantly children, but anybody that I can come into contact with around the world. And we've gained support from people who are now running White Belt Week this week alongside us. And they're going to be sending me their images. Um, and we'll be putting them up on my personal Facebook profile as well as on my company pages and things. So if you want to follow there, please do. Um, personal profile is Tom Nicholson and the pages are obviously all linked to Pro Action Martial Arts and Fitness. But what... What we're trying to do is get as much support around the world as we can. And I'm very fortunate to have a lot of international friends in the martial arts. Um, so we are already have uh, representatives spreading it throughout Australia, throughout, that's right, the other side of the world. And we're trying to capture everyone in between throughout New Zealand. We've got somebody in America spreading it throughout their schools and, and through their contacts and network. Uh, Scotland, so England, Scotland, New Zealand, Australia, Holland. I apologise if I've forgotten any that have jumped on board, but I'm doing this 
straight out the top of my head. So um, huge, huge support. And if there's people internationally listening to your podcast, listening to this, please, please contact me, get involved, just send us the pictures and start doing it. Get your white belt on just for one week. I think it'll be huge. And the other reason, as well as uh, in addition to positively affecting the lives of children throughout the world, is actually for our industry. We, as the martial arts industry, and I'm really passionate about this, we need to work together. We spend all our lives, it seems, or it appears, we, it appears I've seen so much of this, in our industry, fighting each other, quite literally, um, but, of, but fighting each other in, in terms of business as well, uh, and trying to, and people talking negatively about each other, and it goes completely against the ethos of almost every martial art that I'm aware of. We need to come together as an industry. Our industry is tiny and, uh, and we need to make it bigger. If we can all unite in initiatives like this, we can get the, if you like, the ordinary people, the non-practicing martial arts people, the people, the Joe Blogs out there on the street talking about fantastic initiatives that their local martial arts school does. It will boost their profile. And if you and three other schools all in the same street all do it, it will boost all of your profiles even more. Um, <clears throat> in fact, even more so, you'll get an exponential benefit there. And it'd be really, really great to have something where it's hugely positive for our for our industry we all come together and we can grow from it and actually we're genuinely growing and developing these children so that's these children that's the initiative that's what i'm trying to do if you want to jump on board do it now thanks very much for listening and hopefully i'll be back and speak to you all soon thanks for the opportunity chris very much appreciated you're listening to kick back with chris the martial arts podcast brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk so a big thanks to Tom for submitting that audio clip. Um, you came across very well, sir. Very well, sir. Uh, I think um, definitely have to get you on on the podcast. Um, this is me actually reaching out direct to you at the minute, sir. We'll have to get you on the podcast sometime for a chat, talk about what it is you're doing with your school and, and things. I think that would be a really cool thing. A lot of listeners would really appreciate your time on that one. Um, but just coming back to what you were talking about, sir. Yeah, really interesting, really interesting idea. Um, I know it's one, I think you, you touched on this a little bit. Um, there are some old school guys out there who are probably a, bit, a little bit like, oh, no, I you know, can't wear my white belt. But Thinking back, you know, we're in a different, very different age now, um, and I, I really do think it's a, it's a really good initiative and one that could be rolled out on a larger scale. So um, I'm very, very much up for uh, for talking about this a little bit more and uh, getting you on the show sometime to talk about your school, your, your work, and, and obviously this initiative and, and how potentially it could be rolled out on a larger scale going forwards. Um, the, the message at the end, though, with regards to fighting within the industry is is definitely definitely something that us as as as, a, as an industry as martial artists are really really good at doing seemingly not everybody obviously not everybody but sort of co- collectively as a group overall it's it is something that does seem to feature quite heavily on uh, on on social media and actually leads really quite nicely um into um what i wanted to discuss today which was Unfortunately, something that I've, I've seen more and more over recent years, and and, and very recently uh, with a, regards to a, a friend of mine who I won't I won't mention him or his school, um, you know, for, for various reasons, and I also won't mention the other instructor um, or, or school who are potentially um, involved in this. But um, I think it's something that you know, regardless of naming names for obvious legal reasons, um, it, it's something that people can identify with and have probably had experience with themselves or you know maybe 
look, let's be honest. Maybe you're one of the people that has done what I'm about to talk about. And, and hopefully hearing this will make you potentially think twice about it. Um, what, what, what I'm wanting to discuss, I'm just actually getting the notes up on my phone at the same time here. Because I was, I was actually writing a few bits down on this one at the same time when I was, when I was seeing this coming up on Facebook. Um, originally, I did actually have a different subject I wanted to talk about. But this one obviously took, I felt, took importance, took precedence over it. Um, so what I wanted to talk about is um, uh, instructors or school owners, managers that that go around writing bad reviews for other martial arts schools online. Um, and the... The effects it has, the implications for us all. Now, I think the number one thing that we have to remember here is that th- this sort of behaviour it damages all schools as a whole. You know, um, writing a bad review uh, online about another school is um, is damaging for for the industry for for schools as a whole because you know you may feel you've got that little get back at them for whatever reason um, you may justifiably have a, a a reason to be um, unhappy I mean we've all had it I've had it locally you know school owners and instructors carrying on in a not particularly ethical manner and it, the temptation is there to go and and try I don't know maybe warn everybody I suppose but Maybe doing it on a, a on a public forum on somewhere where you can actually go and and actively review um, the school and its services is it's not. I personally, I don't feel it's the place to do it. It's, it, it it's not not very becoming of us as martial artists and instructors um, to go doing that. But the, the the more important thing with this first point is that you know it, it damages us all. You know, a, a lot of the times I think school owners and instructors in particular we get into this thinking of seeing the other martial arts school as being our competition when in reality they're not our competition you know football swimming tennis xbox netflix you know these these are the things that are our competition not the other martial arts schools um you know positively trying to promote and raise the profile of martial arts should be in our best interest you know if if a school close to you is carrying on in a way that you don't feel is very becoming then you know leave them to it um, I mean, unfortunately, in this particular instance, the school uh, I know to be a very, very uh, a school of very high standards, and and the the, the school uh, the the school that uh, people are um, surmising are behind it, you know, I think, and I can understand why. Um, I don't particularly agree with the way that they carry on their business, so um, it is particularly. It's a difficult one for for me personally, um, but again, you've just got to sort of rise above it and and ignore these people when they do it. That's not to say that they shouldn't they shouldn't be doing it. Absolutely, they shouldn't be doing it. But um, you know, the, I think that the, the temptation the temptation is there, and I can I can I can understand why why some people do it. But what we've got to remember is, if as instructors, if we're going to stand in front of our students and and talk about tolerance and respect. Then we have to be living by by those, you know. And if and if you're going to go out there and write negative um, reviews about other other martial artists and schools that are a comp- that are a complete bunch of lies, just to sort of better your fa- your position financially, then you really should be taking a long hard look at yourself, you know. I, I think sometimes as well some of the instructors that, that that go on go around behaving like this they 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 actually started out in a good place of you know uh, quality martial arts background and 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 unfortunately at times the, the the business side can just perhaps overtake a little bit in their mind and and 
you know they they forget where they come from and they forget the 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 messages that they were taught either as youngsters or um, young adults when they first started out you know um the heart of this we are martial artists and really we we shouldn't be going around behaving in in such a unethical um, disrespectful manner uh, and and as has already said you know focus on your own thing concentrate on your school and your students what you're doing rather than going around um writing rubbish on the internet about other schools um yeah i think i think essentially i think that covers it all but i think it did tie in nicely to uh to what what so was saying before in, in his message about um his, his white belt um, scheme is that you know that you know there are unfortunately there's a lot of negativity on social media at times and and yeah don't don't be that person that adds to it i guess i'm saying right so uh, moving on now to our uh, changing up completely now. Uh, moving on to our uh, interview with uh, Mr. Mike Fury, who's very, very kindly um, given his time. He's a super busy guy, uh, as you'll hear, uh, busy with a lot of things, and um, really, really thankful and grateful that he he was able to to come on the show. Um, we've we've been busy trying to coordinate times with a number of guests, Mike included. Um, I've actually been reading his book, Life of Action. I'm going to put the details in the show notes. Um, it's a fantastic book, as you'll hear in the interview. But um, it's been it's been a while since I've, I've I've been able to get hold of a book of this quality uh, from you know with, with regards to the podcast. And it's one of those ones where I actually mentioned this in the podcast interview. Uh, it's one of those books that you know you want to keep nice on your bookshelf because it, it it looks absolutely fantastic. But enough of me talking about it. We're going to move on to the interview with Mike now, and uh, and then I'll speak to you all on the other side. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Kick back with Chris on iTunes today. Okay, so joining us on the line now, we have Mr. Mike Fury, uh, a man of many hats, keeps himself very very busy. How are you doing today, Mike? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Chris. How are you? It's actually getting a little bit cold here. Maybe I'm just, I think I'm just a bit of a wimp. But I actually contemplated putting on the heat in for about five minutes in my gym. (laughs) We've had a very hot summer, though, so I think anything after that is going to feel pretty freezing. (laughs) It's just me. (laughs) But yeah, um, yeah, so uh, what I always like to do with with interviews on the show is um, go right back to the start. uh, just a little leading, actually, for those that don't know about Mike. Um, I've actually brought him on today to talk a little bit about his book, a Li- uh, Life of Action, and and maybe a little bit about any future publications that are coming up as well, and also everything in between. But um, what was it that that first got you into martial arts movies and action movies in particular? Yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting one. I think everyone who's interested in this is going to have their own probably similar yeah. story. Dating back to you know watching martial arts movies as you grow up. Um, for me, I was I was always a big film fan, watching films with my dad, and that you know wasn't just martial arts or action. It was obviously kind of mainstream Hollywood stuff. But I do remember the martial arts and action stuff in particular having a really big effect mm. on me as a as a child, which continued as I was growing up. And yeah, it's just some films that sprung to mind. Definitely the Bruce Lee films. I watched them all on VHS. Um, Van Damme was a massive influence. Uh, Jackie Chan, um, and actually one film in particular, which is possibly not the not the single single best film, but one that just did have an effect on me was No Retreat, No Surrender. Uh, <laughs> um, watched as a kid. I just remember a friend of mine at school uh, had it on video. We put it on, and obviously when you're a child, you don't you know you know you don't have the best attention span. So I think we just fast forwarded all the dialogue <laughs> bits. 
and just watch all the fights. But um, but yeah, it was really good fun. And obviously, you watch it again later and you appreciate it for like its funny qualities. But um, but yeah, that was it was really films like that. I think that that really set me on that. Yeah, path. I can empathise with that completely. I mean, the the film that first got me into wanting to train in martial arts in particular was Karate Kid, which is the same for millions yeah. out there. But the first film that actually sort of caught my attention to martial arts being a thing was I, <laughs> as we do as kids, you know, we're inquisitive. Oh, look at these t- these VHS tapes lying around. What's this one? Oh, that one's yeah. talking about a dragon. That'll be good. Stick it in. And then <laughs> there's this larger than life, almost sort of comic book style action star um, beating up all these people. I'm like, who's this guy? You know? And of course it was Enter the Dragon. And um, and then yeah. I, I used to sort of sneak watch that in, on repeat. Sorry if my dad's listening now. I used to sneak watch that on repeat over and over again um, to the point that yeah. I wore the tape out. And uh, yeah, that was... Uh, I, I think we all have those, don't we? I mean... Um, what was another one? Best of the best was one for me as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, a, as, yeah. as a kid watching it on loop. Um, so obviously, reading a little bit on your website, I see you've got a martial arts background. Um, when when was it that you got into martial arts? Was it was it before but, the films, or was it sort of around? That was actually it was pretty it was pretty late to be honest. Probably like really, I'm trying to think back, really like early twenties, I think, which is pretty okay. late to be starting. I mean. I kind of envy anyone that where you know you you hear about stories. Maybe you're the same. Other people listening, you know, your parents kind of push you into martial arts. That's something that I wish I'd had. I wish I'd been you know taken to karate or taken to stuff when I was a a, a kid because obviously you just get that mm. early um, foundation. Um, but I, you know, I did other sports. I did swimming. I played rugby. I did other stuff. And it was only it. I think a, a turning point for me was thinking like, why aren't I doing this? Like when you kind of become a young adult and you're kind of like, I can literally, you know, independently just go and do this now. I don't have to have my parents <laughs> give me permission to do it. So I just went off and I started out um, more traditional Chinese martial arts and did things okay. like Wing Chun for a number of years, which was really good fun. Really enjoyed that. And then of course, when a film like It Man came along, I mean, I'm not sure if there's any uh, figures or stats to support this, but I wouldn't be surprised if like worldwide um, Wing Chun membership went up oh, yeah. when <laughs> It Man because it was such a cool film and really you know showcased um, that art in such a in such an impressive way. Obviously, there'd been Wing Chun films before, but that was just such a big one with Donnie Yen obviously being very cool. Um, and um, and then subsequently got more interested in um, obviously still continued Wing Chun, got interested in other stand up, you know, kickboxing and things like this. Um, started into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, which I still do today. So um, so yeah, tried to keep it quite varied. And of course, with the film aspect, as you know, Chris, you know, you've worked on movies. Um, it pays to be kind of well rounded. Yeah. So trying to you know uh, broaden that arsenal as much as possible, and yeah, just being interested in different arts. Yeah, basically. absolutely, and I fully agree with you on that one. You know, trying out trying out different things and having a uh, even if yeah. um, I can only speak for myself but um, there are lots of arts that I've sort of trained in and I do still train in occasionally just to sort of keep my my hand in, in, in that so to speak um, but even, to have an yeah. appreciation I mean some of the arts you know I've developed an ability to sort of mimic I don't fully understand what it is that the techniques yeah. are of, I know and, and that later down the line there may be something that I'll go back and train in properly but again you know for the film side of things it's, it's, it's very different isn't it it's not um, you know you're yeah. trying to exaggerate the technique as such rather than actually be able to apply it but no that's um that's really cool um so with the, with the bjj thing um i know a lot of friends that have got into that recently and stuff is that something yeah. I, i'm assuming that you've you you go and compete as well or you have competed 
yeah, I have competed a little bit. I should really do it more, but I've actually, well, in the past year or so, I've moved house and I'm further than yeah. um, from my gym yeah. than I've ever been. So it's actually harder <laughs> just to kind of keep up training as much as I should. But no, it's amazing. I mean, it's such a, such an impressive oh, yeah. martial art. Um, the guys that do it and the guys that compete to a high level are absolutely insane, ridiculous. You know, so talented. It's like it, it's very impressive. And obviously, when you if you mm-hmm. if you've ever done it, or for anyone listening who's done it, when you um, you know, obviously, I mean, any any martial art where you're competing or sparring is going to be tough of course but if you roll i'd say in particular roll with anyone that's you know kind of blue purple brown belt anything you know and obviously up to black belt um you know you can really feel the um the techniques yeah. and the and the talent and even you know one of what it's probably one of the most um disarmingly um or deceptively um kind of i don't know put you on put you on your ass and teach you a lesson type yep. of martial arts that i've experienced where you know i've done you know even things like wing chun or like certain um stand-up um stand-up uh sports where you know you're um you, where you're kind of sizing up your opponent obviously in something like bjj what's interesting you know you'll roll with like quite a small scrawny guy and he'll completely tie yeah. knots in you and then <laughs> choke you out so um you know there's a lot of talent involved a lot of skill and yes just very very impressive athletes so just to kind of keep up um those techniques and those those drills is very very important i think it's a really um it's it's a really interesting and very technical martial arts so i think if you're um kind of um mentally focused in the way you want to train you know work out kind of problem solving and puzzle solving it's a really good one for that as well i mean i have only done little bits um but one thing that stood out to me immediately was um with with respect to the sort of kickboxing and taekwondo background that i've got um when you're when you're sparring it's very obviously it's a different type of physicality it's hard to explain like you just mentioned there but what i noticed is that um i was i was over trying and the more i tried the worse it got (laughs) yeah i was i was absolutely wrecked within like a minute and the other guy was just like yeah uh yeah yeah that's a, this is a very common thing, especially white belts and new people starting out. You really kind of like overexert yourself and obviously completely knacker mm-hmm. yourself out. And you, you'll be with, you know, maybe even a, um, obviously maybe high grade, but somebody physically smaller than you, it could be so you think, oh, I'd easily have this guy or whatever. But he'll be, you know, very chilled out, playing it really cool, and then just put you in the most subtle <laughs> little choke mm-hmm. or, you know, or arm or something. And then you find yourself in a very <laughs> compromised position. So yeah, it's definitely, you know, one of the, um, one of the big things you learn, especially early on is trying to kind of stay calm under pressure, um, pace yourself and not wear yourself out. And when you're competing, you know, sometimes it could be like a five minute or a six minute round. Um, you really don't want to blow yourself out in the first like yeah. 30 seconds, you know, cause then you're screwed. Absolutely. So, uh, moving on now to this very awesome and very comprehensive book life of action um i've now over the years i just for the benefit of people listening now um i know i posted a picture and i know that some of you have actually read this already um from the messages that i've had um all very positive as well i might add uh but um this is a (laughs) this is a substantial book um this is one of those books um i i used to um collect a lot of sort of sci-fi books when i was a kid and there were some books that i didn't want to read because they looked nice (laughs) <laughs> I like to yeah, keep them, yeah. and this is this the the bits that I've been reading so far. I've been reading this very carefully because it's it's a beautiful looking book as well. The cover, um, it's uh, yeah. Uh, so, what was it that? Obviously, you've already talked about your your love of action films, but at what point did it switch? And when were you inspired to think, I want to sit down and 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 write this epic book? Yeah. Um, well, for me, I think I 
I always enjoy talking about things that interest yeah. me, and that's something that you know, my my long suffering wife has to endure. So talking about <laughs> films, you know, in it to an extent, but it's like I take it to another level of of obsession. So I think just writing about you know any subject. Um, in, in this case, you know, having having an interest in journalism as well from school, I was quite good at writing, just wanting to write about things that interested me. So I started writing about um, these sorts of films for magazines and, you know, various websites. And then the snowball effect came into the, the form of this book. And I just thought that, you know, I'd, I'd had the opportunity by this point to interview various people, um, meet meet certain people. And, you know, obviously you're, you're very interested in these films anyway, so you've got a million questions you want to ask them. And what tends to happen is you find really interesting stories or behind-the-scenes anecdotes um, and, you know, just really, really interesting insight into these guys and how they made these films. And then I thought, well, this could be a really good book in terms of compiling all these interviews together uh, trying to have some sort of a consistency or message running through it, but at the end of the day, also talking to different people with their own unique backgrounds. So um, that's really you know where the idea came from, and then it was kind of just went through it. I would say half blind, like you, you know, you're just putting something together, you don't know how it's going to turn out, and well, it turned out, you know, <laughs> it turned out in the in the form of this book. But fortunately, the um, the response was really good. The feedback's been really good. So now I'm working on the on the second Absolutely. one. I mean, the the list is huge. Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm not going to, do you, do you know how many people there are in it? Or you will know if it's of yet. Yeah. So the first, the first one, there's 35. Oh, oh. It's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, and it's a, it's a comprehensive list as well. Some of the people in there got, obviously the likes of, uh, we've got Scott Atkins in there. Um, got Donnie Yen and yeah, it's, um, I, I've started, I'm, I've been going through from the front, um, in, in order, but I, I have a tendency with books like this to sort of skip read and, but I'm like, no, be disciplined, yeah. go from the front to the back on this one. And it's, what's really nice is, um, it's a great one for, for anybody out there that's interested, um, not only in, in action movies and the, the process that goes in, but interested in getting into this as well, because there's some fantastic yeah. advice in there. Um, and it's, what's really nice is that the, the individuals all come across very differently so it's not like well you've read one and you've read them all they're all very very different and um yeah it's been very very well done so i must congratulate you in on that oh no uh, thanks Chris. really appreciate it but i think just just to, to your point though i think that's one thing that's really interesting but really important for me and i wanted to come across is that everyone's got their own yeah. unique journey and that should also apply to you or to somebody else you know uh, listening here or reading the book you know there is no set path there's no rules and everyone's got their own story and you know hopefully you can take quality you know you can take aspects or qualities that you like from certain people in the same way you know you've been inspired by certain people certain films but at the end of the day it's your journey and your experience and you're going to kind of go about doing things your way so hopefully that comes across that you know you can have the courage to kind of follow your own path as cheesy as it might sound that's kind of what everyone should should do mm, really I think. so with regards to the people that are in this book did this list sort of grow organically or did you write did you write these down and go these are the people that i would like or was it just a case of no. oh this opportunity oh there's another opportunity um i i know i do wish it was that easy <laughs> what i did was i just made i made a long wish list which was probably like you know double that and of course, you know, there are people you can't get for yeah. various reasons. It's usually, you know, agents or managers um, cock block you for lack of a well, better yeah. word. And, yeah. Or, you know, people are busy, you know, you know, they genuinely might like to do it, but they're a bit busy. Um, like one example was the, the Dolph Lundgren interview in there that took that, you know, his, his people um, work with him are really nice, but mm. he's really busy. He's kind of doing back to back these days. So that interview took over a year to get just to actually mm. organize it took over a year. But fortunately, you know, they were really helpful and, um, 
I'm really grateful for that because, you know, you do need help sometimes to do these things. People like Scott Adkins I'm friends with. So, you know, he was obviously more more attainable in that sense. Um, but then, you know, some of the people that we didn't get first time around, I've now been able to approach for the second book. Fantastic. So hopefully that will that kind of snowball effect Brilliant. continues. Um, so with, with regards to the interviews in the, in the first book, because I will, we will come to the second book for sure. And I would like to pick your brain on that one a little bit. But um, with regards to the, the people you managed to interview on this, were there any of them, were there any people in here that you, was, you had that little sort of, yes, I got them, you know, that, that moment of, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Dolph is definitely one because, you know, he's he's been a hero of mine for as long as I can remember. I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people, whether your favorite films are, you know, of his would be Universal Soldier, yeah. Showdown in Little Tokyo, yeah. all this all these kinds of movies. Um somebody like that with a great canon of work. Um but even actually a lot of the um stunt guys, really interesting stunt people in there who've got a long you know, long running history. And actually one thing that was really nice and quite lucky, actually fortunate timing was the the bosses of 8711 which is you know yeah. one of the biggest stunt teams in the world um they are you know very experienced stunt coordinators and second unit directors and they were actually at the time uh, just on the cusp of doing john wick right. so um they've right. now become fully fledged filmmakers in their own right you know now they've done john wick they've done um, atomic blonde um deadpool 2 between mm. them um and you know so now they're basically hollywood directors and I, I think if i was to approach them now like fresh it would probably be might be quite tricky but at the time we were on we were in a good position where they were kind of just transitioning into this and as a result i was able to speak to them quite in depth and also actually there's some exclusive john wick set photos yeah. in the book which we were able to organize just from you know basically speaking to the guys and trying to get getting a photographer to the set basically purely for my benefit so um that was really cool so but also you know i can't take any kind of um you know genius credit for that that's just purely lucky timing basically <laughs> no it the the again i can't stress it enough I mean, and people out there that have you know been thinking about um picking this up and haven't done go get it because it's it it's a fantastic read but it is a beautiful looking book as well and they say the photos in there there's some there's some great images throughout the book and uh for pe- people like me especially we like some photos in there Let's break up the text a little bit <laughs> i like a nice picture I think they're- there's some images of some of the films you've worked on, Chris, like uh, Bodyguard, yeah. A New Beginning, because, you know, Mark Strange in there and some of those guys. Um, and also, nice time, you know, people obviously go on. The, the only thing is with a book, like, it does it does date as soon as something's printed, yeah. obviously. Things happen in the subsequent years that won't be included in the book. Um, but, you know, with people like Scott, he's got his own work happening now. Like we've mentioned, the 8711 guys. And then, you know, Mark Strange, Chi Kyung Chung, who did, um, you know, Underground and Body, uh, bodyguards new beginning and films that, that you're involved in now of course they're doing redcon yeah. aren't they redcon one's coming up soon so um I, i'm guessing you probably spoke to mark strange about that yep. is, yeah is that's that right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah the time when he was on it, it was uh, just just before they were about to start heavily promoting it so the details are a bit scarce uh, scarce but yeah um it's it, it the really nice thing i was actually just going off subject a little bit but um i was chatting to some people the other day about how great it is to see how the the sort of industry within the uk is is, is having that sort of second boom again like the mid 2000s early mid 2000s there was quite a lot of action stuff coming out of the uk and it sort of had a bit of a lull and at the minute it's having it's sort of like having a second win like another boom again which is really cool to see um and it's nice to see that the people who were there the first time around are now seeing the benefit of that and and really pushing on obviously um with with ross with the the success of his film at the moment as well and yeah it's it's really really cool to see yeah. Um, so, um, just with regards to uh, going back to your love of movies as as a, as a child and obviously now as an adult, um, you, we all have our favourite action scene in a movie. Do you, yeah. What's yours? 
our action scene. Well, I always say my favorite film, I'm kind of um, boring and notorious for this, but um, The Warriors is my favorite okay, film of all cool. time. Would probably have to be my favorite action film. I think the action film slash regular film would overlap in that sense. It would be The Warriors. But my favorite scene from that would probably have to be the Baseball Furies uh, yes. chase sequence. Um, when the guys come out the subway, they're confronted by the Baseball Furies or standing around. It's pretty terrifying, you know, all the, the makeup and everything. And then they have that that foot chase right down the street and then fight in the park. That's just an awesome, I just, just think everything about the music, the way it's shot, the tension. And then of course the action, it's actually, you know, pretty, pretty solid action. Again, considering look back at it, it's like a late seventies mm. film and it's still pretty gritty and pretty uh, heavy, you know, even by today's That's standards. That's cool. I, I worked on the sort of, sort of loose remake of that or based upon the, uh, the yeah. purifiers back in, what was it? 2002? Yeah three somewhere around there mm-hmm. so that's interesting one that's cool it's not that's not one i get very often but no it's a, it's a yeah. great movie great movie yeah. um so something a bit different now um i'm just browsing through your website getting some information background and all that sort of thing as you do and i noticed that you're also a musician um can you tell us a yeah. little bit about that yeah i um well i'm a massive so i always i'm a massive music fan i always say my two biggest passions are mm. film and music so um, my main instrument is drums um although i play a little bit of bass guitar and regular guitar um and yeah just big fan of lots of different types of music uh, my main genre would probably be uh, rock and roll and also punk rock so i do I, you know i listen to like hip-hop and other stuff as well and sometimes in the gym for example you know you want different yep. types of music or something else to kind of keep you motivated but um yeah i play in a punk rock band um i play drums and yeah so that's something I've, I've done for a number of years and yeah really really good fun good good uh therapy as well i think in the same way you know gym is a good way to to kind of let out certain aggressions <laughs> and certain stresses. music and hitting the drums is a good one well. so um life of action too um what sort of thing what can we what can we expect is any 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 people you can tell us about they're going to be included or is it all super top uh, secret at the minute no, i mean well the best the best way there's a life of action uh page yep. on facebook um which is just i believe it's facebook.com forward slash life of action book and um that's where i've you know post all the news to do with uh, the upcoming book as well as the you know information on where you can get the first book but what i've been doing is announcing every week on usually a wednesday there's no particular reason it just happened to be the day that i started on a wednesday um announce a new person that's in the book every week so i've now almost almost entirely finished the book so you know i've got like a backlog but i'm announcing um announcing people that you know you can kind of look forward to in the next book so we've had you know quite a lot of people like frank grillo's in there um which Mm. is very cool uh heidi moneymaker who's a you know very very talented stunt woman gareth evans who directed the raid um marco zoror who people will know from um undisputed three um and some of his uh uh, martial arts films from chile which is really interesting michael jai white uh Rob Cohen, who directed mm-hmm. The Fast and the Furious and Triple X, um, and you know various other people. So there's, and, and it's again something I wanted to get across. Same as the first book is a real mix. So there's people from you know, people from the east, people from the west, uh, filmmakers, actors, stunt people. So there's a good variety, but again, all with the connected lineage of martial arts and or action movies basically so that's a that's a good place to to keep up to date and we're aiming for a release date of either really late 2018 or potentially might be early 2019 for the next book um obviously i'd like it as soon as possible but these things take yeah. take time yeah no yeah, no it's, i'm really looking forward to it. i mean i mean i'll have hopefully finished this one by then <laughs> so yeah. i'm one of these pick i'll pick up and put down over a, a long period of time and um, i want to i want to do want to take this one in properly um 
Yeah. Cool. Um, so uh, earlier on, just before the call, we were actually chatting a little bit about um, the film festival that you were at the weekend. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I, I really wanted to get there um, for the last two years, but both times I've had something with my business that's come up that I've not. This meant I've not been able to to get there. Um, but it's uh, it is fantastic to see. Um, in the UK, uh, film festivals specifically focused around sort of the martial arts genre. Um, I just wondered if you talk a little bit about you know what you were doing there and and, and how you found it the week. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a really really good event. Um, the team work incredibly hard. It's called the Fighting Spirit Film Festival, and this was I believe the third uh, mm. third year running. So you know people can look out for it next year. It's not always in London. Actually, the, the previous yeah, event to was in um, Birmingham they did the Accident Man uh, premiere and so Scott Adkins was there for that and some of the other teams so you know they, they I think they're going to try and do more regional shows as well as London so I know for some people it's a bit tough to get to London but um, yeah it's I, I think it's pretty much the only martial arts yeah. or action related film festival in the UK at least um, so it's quite unique in that sense because of course you know we, we can occasionally see these types of films at other maybe mainstream festivals, but to get a specific action-related film festival is obviously quite unusual. So it's nice to kind of capitalise on that, and it does mean that everyone that goes there is going to be into the same kind of stuff as you, which is good. And they tend to screen uh, some premieres. So this year it was really cool. They had The Debt Collector, which is Scott Adkins and Jesse Johnson's new film. They had um, Vengeance, which is Ross yeah. Boyask's new film, starring Sue Bennett, which was nice to see on the big screen. And then they usually do some classic film screenings. So this year they did uh, Karate Kid 2 and Enter the Dragon. And then they do a, a short film showcase as well. So you can submit your short film and, you know, it might hopefully make official selection. And then they screen the best and they hand out awards and this kind of thing. And they plus they have martial arts demonstrations and some live you know, um demonstrations in the cinema you know, in front of the screen before the film start so it's really cool so you do get to see a lot of stuff you know from a value um, perspective you get a lot and obviously you get to see and meet a lot of um, filmmakers and actors that you might you know you might be fans of plus meet other like-minded people so it's a really cool event and, and I was just fortunate to be asked to be involved and this year I actually uh, helped out with some of the Q&As and I ran a seminar um, with a few guests on stage including Ross Boyask talking about um, how to make a modern action wow, film and all cool. the kind of intricacies that go with it obviously it's a massive subject so it's really hard to condense into like you know a 40 minute discussion yeah. but it's kind of like you know cover some of the basics and then take questions from the audience and stuff and have the opportunity to ask somebody like ross who's yeah. very knowledgeable on film so yeah it's a really really good event and um i just i'd really encourage anyone that's interested in this stuff definitely check it out uh, yeah from next for sure year. i mean it's a fantastic means to network as well and um you know i know yeah. thing the thing the thing with most things now a lot of things are going social media and and people are chatting more on there but events like this are really it's really nice to um you know get together and meet up with people who are with like-minded interests as well um from various i mean uh, i know no doubt that there was people there from the industry as well so an obviously an opportunity to yeah. sort of meet the people that you see working in the films and get and get a chance to sort of get yeah. up close and, and ask questions so yeah. And I mean, yeah, you get to meet, I mean, I know that there's, you know, Scott Adkins has got a, a huge amount of fans. So a lot of people there taking pictures with him, obviously same for somebody like mm. Stu Bennett, who's got a big history as a pro wrestler, WWE and so on. And then I actually, I even heard about directly firsthand from people, you know, young filmmakers starting out wanting to make, make a short film or make their second or third film. And they're recruiting people there because, you know, you'll get wow, stunt, cool. stunt performance 
people there. It'll be like, oh, this so and so is going to be in my film now, and this kind of thing. So it's a good opportunity for that as well. Just yeah, in terms of networking. Fantastic. That sounds that's really positive. To, good thing to hear. So we'll be sure we'll for sure keep them. In fact, I'm I'm going to um, make a point of, of contacting uh, Sue and a few other people, and, and we'll, we'll get some yeah. get them on to to have a chat about the next one and give it some give it some promotion. Yeah, cool. So um, can you talk a little bit about the future? Have you got anything anything planned? Any any news things you're, you're working towards? Yeah, the main thing for me have been really, really. Uh, I, I kind of compartmentalize quite a lot, so um, I've been really focused on Life sure. of Action too. Uh, so that has been, you know, that's been taking up a lot of time. Um, but uh, beyond that, I think there'll definitely be a third book. Obviously, it's kind of early days yeah. at the moment. But for example, you know, I'm already kind of reaching the point of being chock a block on the second book. But then you're thinking things will roll onto yeah. the third book. Uh, and alongside that, you know, other films and other projects, hopefully, I'd like to be involved in. But I'm keeping I'm keeping that quite quiet for now. I think main focus is life of action at this moment. Sure, in, I mean, this time. would be. Oh yeah, maybe not say this on 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 this recording, but I think this would be a really cool one to develop into something of a documentary as well. Absolutely, at some point. That is that is actually happening. Oh, I'm not saying much about it, it but. It's, that's that, that's that, that's fine. I have talked about it very extremely briefly, and I won't I won't go into too much more on that at this moment in time. But w- when there is more to say, obviously, little, I'd love to little teaser to there, little that. exclusive teaser. Then that, that's really cool. But no, that's one of the things that stood out to me as I was reading it. I thought this would make such a fantastic documentary. Um, I remember I had some sort of on video VHS from years ago, but um, they're so out of date now; it's unreal, and there doesn't seem to have been one really since then. So um, that would definitely yeah. be really cool. So um, anybody that's looking to uh, find out a little bit more about yourself. I know you've touched on a few places here, but what, where are the best places to to find out about you, you yourself and your work? Um, the best place would probably be uh, my website is mikefury.net, um, and there's also the links to my various social media, including Life of Action on Facebook. So um, you can also you know find me on Facebook, but Life of Action in terms of keeping up to date on that is the best place would probably be Facebook, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram and all the other crazy stuff. So um, yeah, just great to keep in touch with people and hear from people that are uh, you know fellow fans of. Uh, action martial arts movies so yeah hope to hope to hear from everyone Fantastic. soon well thank you very much for your time that half an hour has absolutely flown by um and uh, i hope you have a great rest of your day and i really look forward to keeping up with the updates for the for the next book and uh, maybe have you back on when, when it's near the time and share some information yeah that'd be great no thanks so much chris cheers you're listening to kick back with chris the martial arts podcast brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk so thanks to Mike again for his time today. A really interesting chat there. Um, and, you know, this this book, I just wish this book had been around when I first started out back in sort of 2000, 2001, because um, as I mentioned in the interview, it's it's some really interesting insights to um, how people got into the industry. There's a, there's a really cool one with a good friend of mine, Mike Leader, who talks about um, advice about how to get into the industry with regards to casting and showreels and that sort of thing but you have to go get it check it out um i say the the information will uh, will be in the show notes the links directly to the to book itself so you can go along and pick it up um i would recommend that you pick this one up before the this the second volume comes out um because the information in this is is if you're into martial arts movies in any way whether you're just a fan of the genre or you're you know somebody in the industry already or looking to get into to martial arts uh, movies or action films in on, on any level whether it's independent or you know you want to go the full full hog and go all the way through the stunt register or work abroad whatever this i, I really really do recommend you go check this book out um as i say it, it's it's one of those uh, cool books as well that looked great on the bookshelf so um 
it's got a fantastic fr- uh, picture on the cover of of, of Scott Atkins. So uh, and it, as, as Yuri Bo- uh, Boyka, if I can say it right. Um, but yeah, go check it out. Really cool book. Um, so um, coming up over the the next couple of episodes, uh, we've got a number of interviews lined up. Now that we're having a little bit of a shift now, the the podcast is taking sort of evolving it's taking its next step I guess you could say um I've already touched on this a little bit in a previous episode and obviously on videos and and, and posts within the Facebook group which if you're not a part of yet go join it uh, go look for kickback with Chris martial arts podcast on Facebook and obviously you can go through our website as well which is kickback kickbackpodcast.com it's hard to say fast that one or martial arts podcast.co.uk you can go through either of those um, just on that though, quickly, if you go through mobile phones, sometimes the first time you do the link, it doesn't work. I don't know why, it just doesn't. If you're a techie out there and you know why, maybe you could tell me. But um, if you go there and you can join in the, the conversation so you don't miss out on things like what I'm about to talk about now. Um, but the next sort of natural evolution of the show, first of all, obviously... Um, we've been working predominantly using Skype, so uh, calls remotely, which has its advantages. Obviously, it saves on expenses and it means that we can do these interviews from anywhere across the world. But looking forwards and taking it to its next natural step in evolution, we're wanting to get out on the road. Um, to which end, um, I've just been discussing with a number of instructors. We're gonna, I'm gonna get out and about and um, and and. Basically, it's an opportunity to train, uh, to network, and obviously to have a chat over a cuppa as opposed to over a desk via Skype. Uh, a little bit more personal, um, and a bit more like a bit of a bit of a chat, I would say. So. Um, if you're interested in, in being on the show to promote your school or your, your teaching, your work, whatever it is that you're doing, events, that sort of thing, uh, please do get in touch. I'd be happy to work something out. Um, at the moment, uh, if you're if you're sort of anywhere upwards of maybe 45 minutes away from me, uh, looking at weekends, but anywhere sort of with, you know, 45 minutes to an hour or so within my location in Nesborough, which is in North Yorkshire, uh, then, you know, Monday to Friday is, is absolutely possible as well. But, but get in touch with me. So, um, you know, a number of guests line up. We've got. Um, I'm really, really pleased to say that we uh, we have uh, the the person behind the phenomenon, the Facebook group that is McDojo Life. Um, it's also on Instagram. Uh, recently featured on um, Joe Rogan's podcast and a number of other shows. He was on um, Master Ken's Facebook group as well. Uh, sorry, YouTube page. Uh, so yeah, that 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 that's going to be an interesting one because I know how much. Uh, those type of uh, video collections and groups do divide the industry, but that that's what I'm all about. You know, I want to I, I want to have an open forum to 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 have guests on from from both sides of the fence, I guess you could say. Uh, you know, to give them that platform to 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 speak, um, and it, that will hopefully continue now with my ability to get out and about on the road as well. So. Uh, yeah, looking forward to exciting times ahead. Um, as always, if you have any news, reviews, or um, any bits that you want to submit, obviously we had a fantastic one on earlier from uh, from Tom. So thank you to you, sir, for that one. That was a, a a great audio clip and a perfect example of how good that speak pipe function is. So please, people, <laughs> start using it. It's completely free. Well, it's free for you guys to use anyway. Um, so yeah, get get it get it used whilst it's on there on the website. If you go to uh, kickbackpodcast.com little orange button where you can uh, press it from your phone and or your tablet or your computer or whatever it is you use and uh, sit, submit a 90 second recording um, multiple recordings obviously that one that Tom sent I think it was over five recordings um, and then I just edited it together for him so um, yep please do you get it used um, if you've got something to promote you want to talk about a subject you don't agree with something I've said whatever it is um, you, you can even sing me a song 
Um, I might not include it in the show, but you know, whatever. It's all good. But no, um, joking aside, thank you again once again for, for listening. Um, looking forward to uh, our show in two weeks' time. Um, although that being said, you might get one bit sooner, but you'll have to just wait and see, won't you? But no, guys, joking aside, thanks again. Um, I'll catch up with you all very soon. Um, have a great week, whatever you're doing. And please share, guys, share. Share the podcast. Share it around. Share the links. Go to iTunes, give us a star rating and a review, and, and, and share it all over the place. The, the more this gets shared, the, the, the more listeners we get, the, the more we can do with it. Um, and um, again, I appreciate the support that we've had so far. But let's, let's push this now, guys, and let's take this to the next level. And uh, let's take over the world. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks again, and I'll, uh, I'll chat to you all very soon. <laughs>